This is Andre from The Mental Health, and I'm here with Susan Hanna. She's the Senior Director of the Institute for Healthcare Improvement, European Region. And Susan was part of the group who ran a really great session yesterday at the conference, focusing on restoring joy in work, prioritising well-being and preventing burnout during and post-COVID lessons from the field. Welcome, Susan, to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm great. And thank you so much for inviting me to join you for a podcast. It's lovely to have an opportunity to discuss the session with you and and um, have a good conversation. Thanks. Pleasure. Yeah, I really enjoyed the session yesterday. I thought it was really interesting. So there were some great examples being presented from the Royal Free Hospital, um, work that had gone on, really inspirational stuff, I thought. And one of the questions that cropped up was about timing, you know, asking whether now is the time to be focusing on restoring joy in the NHS workforce. What do you think? Well, do you know, I think it's a it's a really great question because sometimes when people hear the word joy, it's um, so for some people that will really resonate well. And for others, it may feel a little bit uncomfortable because um, the current climate during COVID has created a great deal of stress, anxiety and concern for staff working in the NHS and in communities. And so it does beg the question, is joy in work really the correct term to be using when we think about what people are experiencing, what they have been experiencing in recent months and what they're currently going through um, as the second surge um, approaches us and and affects us greatly. And I I wonder if, um, and we've done, we've had a lot of conversations about this in IHI, so we talk about what do we really mean by joint work and what it really means is being kind and sensitive to each other's needs, being thoughtful and considerate um, and finding ways in which we can do that to make everybody's working day better. And so it may be that in current uh, days, using dialogue around the well-being of staff, the health and the well-being of staff may feel much better and more comfortable for people because, but that is really what joint work is. It's about supporting the health and the well-being of the workforce who deliver patient care, help them to be the very best they can be, support them to be their best, to come to work feeling positive, to have a positive experience, even though um, circumstances are stressful and challenging. And so I think it is still a good time to be talking about joy in work. I think it's how it can be translated to make it meaningful in the context where it's being um, uh, brought forward for staff to consider and explore within their working environment. So I think it's very much about building it around the context where you want to do the work. And I'm interested in what you think about how the public particularly here in the UK, are viewing the NHS workforce and the wider, you know, key worker workforce. It was really interesting, wasn't it, back in the beginning of the first lockdown, we saw this huge outpouring of love and support for people, all these NHS rainbows in windows and support for key workers. Um, From my perspective, it doesn't feel like that's happening now. It doesn't feel as this second lockdown is starting yesterday that we have the same view. What do you think? Uh, yeah, well, it's it's certainly uh, true that we don't see the same public outpouring, the visible outpouring of concern for our NHS staff. I do believe it's still there. I think people genuinely care deeply about our workforce and our staff who are really pushing themselves 
above and beyond in order to meet this huge challenge. But I suspect that for some who perhaps don't have a background in healthcare, don't um, really understand it, or perhaps haven't even experienced a great deal of, of healthcare um, involvement in their own lives, may not be able to really um, fully understand what it feels like for staff in some of these really difficult situations. And so I, I am I, I'm conscious not to be judgmental of people who are not outpouring at the moment in relation to it. I think people, when they're um, asked about it, they absolutely do care very much. But I think people are getting on with their lives. And I do believe that the general public or communities are all suffering with an element of challenge and um, concern and stress and anxiety around this. But uh, and, and that's good, you know, I think not good, but it's it's OK for people to feel that personal um, need to focus on themselves and their families. But I think if you ask anyone, they will say absolutely our healthcare staff are so valued and so important to us. I think about them every day. I have friends who work in healthcare and um, in our local hospital, and I know of the stresses that they are living with, the, the anxiety that they have at work, and the stress they bring home, and the fear they bring home to their families, um, because they, they worry about their own health and their family's health, as well as those of the people that they're looking after day to day, so yeah. <laughs> This is an impossible question to answer, but what do you think matters most to NHS frontline staff right now? What's going to have the biggest impact on their roles and their work settings to make it as positive and bearable as, as it can be over the next few weeks? So I, I would say quite like to return to the initial, uh, the start of our conversation. And I think this does come back to thinking about well-being. So there, there's a limit to how much the public can do, their communities can do to support staff. But I think there is a great deal that within the communities of healthcare environments, there's a lot they can do to support each other. And I think by being kind, thoughtful, asking what matters to you, um, listening carefully to each other, being there for each other, um, providing time where it's necessary to allow people to... Um, let off a little bit of steam, debrief, um, explore how they're feeling. I think it's it's that level of support that will be extremely important to them. Now, I'm sure if the public felt they could support that, they would do it, but I don't think people know how they could help NHS staff with that. But within the NHS, we have amazing people um, in our organisations who do know how to do this and who have done a great job of it during the first wave of COVID and, and I believe will absolutely be there and will be even better at providing that support second time around because they've learned many lessons from the experience first time. And we're going into a winter and we're going into a new lockdown now. It's going to be tough and particularly tough I think for the NHS next year when we get back to some sort of state of normality and the waiting lists are through the roof people are really struggling and maybe we'll get lots more cancer diagnoses as a result of what's happened for example do you think the way that management respond have responded this year in this kind of restoring joy in work sense do you think that will work next year as well how do you see what do you see the challenges for management in this sense improving well-being preventing burnout 
I think the role of managers and leaders is absolutely critical in this. And I think we heard that in, um, in the conversation I had with Kate Slemick yesterday from Royal Free. You know, she's the chief executive of the Royal Free Hospital. She understood the importance of listening to staff, the importance of being there for staff, being visible, paying attention, supporting them, even though she was um, involved in making really difficult decisions um, looking at the organisation from a, a macro level, but being able to get in amongst the staff and really, truly understand what it felt like for them, finding out what was important for them and, um, and thinking about ways in which she could contribute to that. And I think she shared a really great example of how leadership can really step up to support staff in difficult times. And I think, I think people who have that gift and do that naturally will be able to do that in the future just as easily as they do now. I think it's a, it's a, it's, for some, it's part of their, their fabric. It's who they are and they can't help but be that kind, caring, thoughtful person who cares about everybody within the organisation. So management, and, and as I think about how managers have responded to COVID, I um, have spoken to many leaders across the, the, the NHS over the last six to eight months and they have worked so incredibly hard. Every individual I've spoken to has um, really um, given so much of themselves personally to try and make sure the organisation and the people who work in the organisation get the support they can. And who would want to be in some of their shoes right now making some of the difficult decisions they're making? <laughs>